Today is August 29th, and the Yankees just lost a series to the Chicago White Sox. It was like a shit sandwich. It was like the best meat, veggies, cheese combo in the middle, and then two stale pieces of wheat bread on the ends, just boring and shitty. And uh, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? Today's show is brought to you by Robert Ferris. Ramsey Farjani. That's tough, Ramsey. I should have just went first name only. Ramsey Farjani, I'm going to say. And Andrew Polcardo. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. If you want to support the show and sponsor the next episode, you can go to patreon.com slash Yanks. $2 a month. You get to watch the video as we record. Some people are doing that right now. You get to... Listen to the podcast as soon as it's done. You don't have to wait for me to edit and post it on the podcast app. And you get a lot of other perks. We're going to start throwing a lot more perks at the end of September in the Patreon thing. We got to figure out what they are. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you like, hey, this is something I think we'd like, send it our way because we want to hook up the Patreon subscribers uh, with a lot more content to end the season. So do that. You also get a, a raffle, your name in a raffle for a, a affordable jersey at the end of each month. Today's the 29th. We're going to be raffling it off. We're going to be raffling off the August one on the third. Okay, formalities done. My name is John Boy, and this is Talking Yanks. We are talking about the Yankees. I have my co-host Jake. I'm back in California. Jake's coming to you from Denver once again. Two transplanted Yankee fans. Going, going back, back to Cali, Kelly. Went, went, back, back to Cali just to pack, pack up all my shit and go back to New Jersey. Yeah, kind of works. Yeah, so uh, you know how sometimes I like to say, where are you coming from at the beginning of the episode? People got to know your mood, you know? Right. Your life, your life mood. You know, if someone's right. like, my uncle just died, so this is going to be a sad sep- episode. I'm out of it a little bit. The audience has to know, okay, wow, that guy's uncle just died. Maybe he shouldn't even be doing this. Right. Here's where I'm at. Last night. Uh, what day are we at? Wednesday? Tuesday night, Neil hits a walk-off, and I was supposed to finish the laundry, pack up everything after the game ended, but Neil hit a walk-off, which sends me into a tailspin of breakdowns, magic moments, disco Neil video, uh, t-shirts are on sale because disco hit a home run, so that kept me up to like 3 a.m., but I'm wired because also the disco hit a walk-off. I can't sleep. Also, my girlfriend and the dog's hogging the blanket, so then I'm just laying there blanketless, can't sleep. I fell asleep at 4 o'clock. I woke up at 5, drove to the airport. I flew cross-country. I can't sleep on planes, so I just drank a ton of coffee to fight that. Came home, had some nice Mexican food as soon as we landed. Down to Monster so I could stay awake for the game because I was, like, not there. And now I'm doing this. I'm going to record this. I'm going to edit. I'm going to pass the fuck out. So I may get a little loopy towards the end of this. I'm trying to bring the energy, though, Jake. That's where I'm coming from. I'm drained out. You've got a lot of energy right now. A lot of words coming at me. You know what? I'm starting too hot. I'm starting too hot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fade fast. 
yeah, that's at at about the forty minute mark. You're you're begging for for failure there. Toast. Yeah. How are you? That's tough. I'm all right, man. Obviously, Disco Neil did 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 something for me. I'm uh, I'm, I'm kind of his guy, which, which kind of just <laughs> happened. Disco um, Neil, Disco Neil shirts flying off the shelves. I'm uh, I'm bracing for the storm, man. I'm I'm going to a a wedding this weekend in New Jersey, and then I'm flying back to Oakland. Holding my dick like the U.S. Open trophy. Trophy. Word up to hyphy. Coming back for the Yankees-Oakland game on Labor Day at the Coliseum. Talking Yanks is going to be there. And it's a big game. It's going to be a big game. I I didn't realize it. The the caster got me when he said... Or no, maybe it was the ESPN broadcast, but they said, like, this is going to be the biggest series in Oakland and... Like, close to a decade. I wonder if the Tuesday tickets are sold out, because I want to go on Tuesday as well. You should uh, look that up in your own time, dude. we got a podcast to do, so. Good call. All right, we got to talk about this White Sox series, and um, I just I kind of want to stay f- state from an opening. Uh, I am unbroken. I got to the point of brokenness where, like, we did two episodes. We were pretty down and out. We were pretty upset with the team, upset with what's going on, all that. We like had some bitty, sour episodes. I I can't do another. And um, a lot of the fan base right now is like angry, like, like not upset, not frustrated, not disappointed, angry and hateful towards the team. I can't do that. I just I just don't want. Uh, I think we I think we crushed our one really negative episode. I think that we got a lot of frustration out that a lot of our listeners and a lot of the fans agreed with and felt with us. I can't do three in a row of that. So, I mean, and and I'm not there. I'm just not there right now. Uh, I don't know where you are, Jake. We'll find out as we go through this. Yeah, but no, tell let's, that, let's, that, that, that tweet you said is is good. Yeah, let's 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 air out some dirty laundry. So coming into today game tweeted it before the game if the Yankees won the White Sox series we'd be saying wow Yankees still pretty hot they got to keep this train rolling against Detroit let's catch them Red Sox but if we lost today you could easily set yourself up for just another oh these guys are garbage they can't beat anyone they don't want to win and we're you're ignoring a couple things. I think the first thing that needs to be put out there is that the White Sox are 11 and four in their last 15. I think that's important to know. Um, you know, we wanted to rip on the Red Sox for getting swept by Tampa, like we have. You run into a hot team in baseball. You run into a hot team, and I think especially today. I mean, the Yankees got beat. They they hit harder. They hit harder balls, and Coney and them were talking about that, but. The White Sox made all the plays, so they got beat, and that's <laughs> that's kind of what I've been saying in the losses, which we'll we'll circle back on the first game where, you know, Tanaka gives up a couple infield singles, and then you're making errors. You, you know, you yeah, that's that sucks, but um, they kind of got beat, and yeah, if you want to complain about somewhat punting game one with the back of that lineup. I mean, yes, but it's the same argument we've made all year. And if you're not, 
it's it's turning September this weekend, and if you're if you don't realize the Yankees front office and team is rolling with that rest strategy, then I I don't know. I we you could complain about it all you want, but it's not going to change. Yeah, that's so, where we got like that. Like fuck it, fine. We're all in this together now. Go ahead, do what you're going to do. Let's yeah. try and win. It sucks they lost. It sucks that the offense didn't come up. But the injuries are real. Like this is the DD being gone, Gary being gone, all three of those guys being gone really, 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 really showed how much it hurts. And they did hit balls hard. I mean, we never had a lead. Besides, we never had a lead while the game was being played. The only in the whole series, I think we had twenty five terrible innings out of twenty seven. So it was like not a fun watch. And that's and I mean this is part of the beauty of baseball. I I thought about giving a whole speech because I was thinking about comparing sports and football. There's usually one or two plays that decide it. Basketball is unique because any guy could go ten for fifteen or two for fifteen in a night, and you you kind of don't think about it. The the young White Sox played really well, and yeah, if you if you really want to go to negative town, I mean <laughs> the the Yankees led half an inning out of <laughs> out of. 27 so I mean this this could have been a lot worse if we're if we're being completely honest you had kind of a punk game you had a walk-off that you know I'm not gonna say you didn't deserve you walked off but uh and yeah today you kind of put your best foot forward there's a couple breaks that didn't go your way and then you got beat yeah it's shitty I'm just not I just can't go to the depths of sadness again yeah and and I I ended it two podcasts ago, and it, it came to fruition, so I might as well say it now. But we are facing a lowly t- Tigers team, four games at home. And so, hey, you know, win three out of four, win four out of four of those, and we're, we're still in a pretty good stretch of baseball. You, you have to go out and rush, do that. You think they're going to rush Gary back for this Tigers series? I don't think so. I I thought the original plan was to actually meet them in Oakland, which would be cool. It would be cool. Uh, but two homers and, like, maybe just the spark itself. The The other thing that I think is important to a degree is the, I mean, September call-ups. On the 1st of September, you can expand your roster. So, I mean, if they stick it out, I, I mean – yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they will bring him back. I think after the whole hamstring thing, they're not going to risk that because that would just be such a nightmare. Yeah, it would. It would. It would, um, be, it would be bad. So, um, how many days are in August? Is it a 31 month? Uh, August is a 31, yes. Okay. 30 days half September, April, June, and November. Uh, let's. You have burns for all three of these? I got some burns, bro. Let's burn game one and then uh, see what comes up. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. On your mark, guess it. Go. Game one, Carlos Rodon on the hill versus Masahiro Tanaka. Tanaka Tuesday on a Monday this week in the Bronx. We're exchanging zeros on the scoreboard until the fourth, and it feels like Thursday night in college because Gleba bombs, Gleba bombs. 444 feet to center, Scheisebach and 2 nothing Yanks after the Torres homer. In the sixth, Tanaka would run into trouble in the form of some bad luck. Two infield singles followed by a Moncada RBI double. Delmonico, good paisan name, sack fly. 
3-2 Shy City in a game that it felt the Yanks were dominating. Next inning, Anderson would double, making it 4-2. The wheels would come off on the ninth with some sloppy baseball, couple errors, not pretty, pass ball. Yankees end up losing this game 6-2, final. The Glaber home run looked nice. Yeah, man, and we we I think we'll talk about it more, but we're seeing we're seeing we went from bloopy Glaber getting out of his slump to now he's driving balls. Yeah, uh, yeah which is I mean. a great sign. Then that was a home run. Like even his home run in the Baltimore series was like a weird, weird one. But that yeah, looked nice. And it's still it still weirds me out a little bit, man, because like. He just went 444 to center in Yankee Stadium. And it's kind of like we look at it and we're like, wow, that's that's really good, but we're not even surprised by it. And again, this guy came up and wasn't supposed to really be a power bat. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess there's there's kind of our, our smile from the game. And I mean, Tanaka looked good. I don't know how much we're going to talk about him later. Um, no, I, I don't have anything planned. That that's a shitty shitty outcome for Tanaka. It's kind of like this game, like 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 the th- game three. There were pagan balls all over the field, just right at guys. And game one, the White Sox are hitting dribblers that are going for hits. I felt terrible for Tanaka. He and Paulie said it, and Coney said it, and I'm not saying anything new. But he did look really sharp the first four in, four five innings. Right, he looked really yeah. really sharp. And then it you know things fall apart. Canely comes in, and then you go to Cole. Who, Cole's kind of kind of run his course, right? I mean, when Sheffield, once Sheffield and Chance come up because the rosters expand, you got to try them before Cole, I think. Yeah, it's – I don't know. He had – Cole actually technically had a clean inning tonight. <laughs> his ERA with the Yankees is still 288. Um, I'm, I'm not going to do my Chase and Shreve – juxtaposed with the other pitchers on the staff but he's 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 in his role he's gonna be the mop guy um but like a one inning mop guy which I don't know what kind of role is that so um I I don't know I don't think you're gonna see AJ Cole and the now famous Aaron Boone words in a game where we're not (laughs) if we're losing by two or more you're in AJ Cole territory Uh, out of his last um Ten appearances, six times the other team has scored. That's not that's not great. It's pretty bad. So Coltrane has kind of crashed. It's left the station in a bad way. It's abandoned. It's Train abandoned. off course. Off tracks. Train off tracks. Train off tracks. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um... Were people mad about stuff? Everyone was mad. Everyone, the blame Boone crowd was out in full force for everything. Now that's getting pretty sick. And and I and then and then I get yelled at. Quit defending Boone. I'm not. Jury is out on Boone. I'm. I don't think he's fantastic. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's bad. I'm just completely. There's things he does bad for sure, but it's getting to the point where everyone's just searching. It's like the only narrative they know. Like when Higgy, we'll we'll get to it. Um, or no, was that this game? Higgy, Higgy swung swung at that three one pitch. Right. Um, yeah. So that completely ruined that Higgy swinging at that three one pitch. But so many people just completely skipped putting the blame on Higgy and said it was Boone's fault. I, I I couldn't fathom that thought process. 
Higgy's a professional baseball player. Like, yeah, maybe he, he shouldn't be in the MLB, but he's in the MLB right now, and he's been paid to play baseball for the last decade of his life. You don't tell him swing, not swing. It's 3-1. He's got to know, don't expand the zone. He expanded the zone. Right, and I, I think you and me were talking, and I, I bit my tongue because I want to save this for the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were. And so Paulio and Coney were talking about it because the guy was being selectively wild a little bit, and they were saying, they were having the conversation, you're, you're the third string catcher, you got a 3-1 count, are you full take here? And it's tough. I mean, you can't... That's not really how athletes are wired. And and Higgy would have got murdered if 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 he just grooved a fastball 3-1 and then the guy throws a nasty pitch 3-2. I mean then then you're then in a you're bad saying, spot. Should have swung at that should have swung at that fastball. Right. So the thing that I was I guess not to be <laughs> your angry parent, the thing I was disappointed in was that it wasn't a confident swing. He was late. He like, if you're going to do that, like, and baseball is a game where most of the time the result is bad, <laughs> which which is kind of funny when you think about it. As but is yeah, life, Jake. He, right? And he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, like, kind of got jammed, and he, he didn't get around on it, and it's like, all right, Higgy, if, because I agree, hey, if you're a major leaguer in that spot, you know, if, if Higgy turned on a fastball there and hit a home run, we'd say, oh, 3-1, Higgy was looking for the inside fastball. Great job. If it's 3-1 and he hits a 3-1 inside fastball hard, it's right at the third baseman and they turn it or whatever, that is what it is. That's baseball. But you put yourself in an awkward position where you don't swing confidently and then you you kind of blow the inning like that. That's, yeah, where the, that's where the fault is. The fault's on Higgy for expanding the zone. Boone doesn't have to give him the don't swing at all because what if he, the guy did throw a cookie? If the guy throws a cookie, I'm not mad at Higgy for swinging. I'm mad at Higgy for swinging at a ball that was off the plate as like an excuse me swing. Right, and that's so that's so, the other so I, thing. So I, I, I just couldn't fathom that people just skip Higgy and go straight to Boone. And it was it was a borderline inside pitch. It looked like it might have been a ball by K-Zone, but at the same time it could have been called a strike. I think it was a ball. But yeah, I mean, you just, you need to be, in that situation, you need to be looking for a certain pitch, you know, even if you do get, if you're looking fastball in, and he throws a curveball in, at least you take a big old hack at it, and you miss, and it's a 3-2 count. Yeah. Well, um, so I felt bad for Tanaka, because he pitched much better than that line. He had like 18 swing and misses, or something like, like that, high number of swing and misses. And then I still get people saying Tanaka's terrible or Tanaka's so spotty. That's why line scores are tough. When you just look at the line score, it's really hard to know what happened in the game because Tanaka looked so sharp. Two swinging bunts, three errors in the game. The shitty. Let's go on to game two. Yeah. Fun one. This was the fun one, huh? Kind of. It was bad for six innings. That's yeah, fun. right? <laughs> That's kind of funny that this was the fun one. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. On your mark, get set. Burn. Game two, an old friend, big game James Shields versus a new friend, Sir Lancelot. But could he lead the Yanks to a Lin win today? 
Top five before the first run is scored, and it's off an Avusail Garcia double. one nothing Sox, top six. The White Sox make it a 4 nothing game with a pair of RBI singles. Who is going to do it for the Yanks? <laughs> well, I just told you, Jim. Andujar, two-run shot, makes it 4-2 to two after six. Bottom eight. Hixie, baby, one more time. Two-run shot, ties it. We're in the bottom of the ninth. Pinch hitter. Is it John Travolta? Gloria Gaynor? It's Disco Neil Walker into the bleachers. Oh, that Hansel is so hot right now. It's a walk-off. Lynn to Holder to Batanza's Yankees win. Five to four. Go crazy, folks. It was nice to have another walk-off. Neil Walker, man. Disco Neil. Uh, like I said, Disco Neil shirts flying off the shelves. Yeah. And that's kind of not a joke. A lot of people were buying them, which is awesome. We should cool. have a disc. You should have thank a, you, everyone. That's what yeah. we should say. Thank you. If if you bought a Disco Neil shirt, we should all have a Disco Neil party. Like show up at Neil's house. Silent Disco. Oh, that's weird, right? Have you ever been to one of those? I've never been, but I love the concept. Why? I just think it's funny. You all put on headphones. You're all listening to the same stuff, and it's... I think you're. I think you're listening to different stuff, and you have to like match up with who is has the same beat as you. No, dude. That's the, that, that... the whole. The whole point is you're at the same rave concert, but you're not disturbing the peace. So like you are disturbing the peace while you're not disturbing the peace. Uh, I saw it in a TV show once where it, they had to find the person that was like dancing to the same song as them. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's weird. I wouldn't go to a silent disco, but Neil might. Yeah, did you see his... They, I I should have told you before the game. Um, They they were interviewing Neil before this game, and he just... Just some perfect quotes, man. He's just... He's professional all around. <laughs> Dude, he looked, he looked good at third base today. Like, I don't know. I love him. Do you know that Michael K was alluding to disco on his broadcast? I'm I sure heard that it. rumor. I'm sure of it. Well, Michael K follows me on Twitter. I post the gif of Neil shaking his head all weird, which no one else. There's no way Michael K just caught that. Right. And he's, he's scrolling Twitter, so he sees me tweet that out. He brings it up on air, and he says, looked like he was dancing, which is what my tweet said, grooving. Right. Walker's doing a very funky dance, so he's got music in his head, so maybe he's got the rhythm to hit one out here. And then, he, and then he hits the home run, and he goes, he's dancing now, something retro. Kind of a, a retro sort of dance. Now he can dance again. The man had the dance. That was Michael Kay's home run call when Disco Neal was rounding the bases. That, yeah, I mean. Kay was eluding the disco, and I love it. I mean, hey. I mean, hey. Disco Neal, catch the fever. Walk-offs are fun. Did you see the bench reaction? Did you see Giancarlo Stanton went straight for the bubble gum? Didi went straight for the cooler. Higgy really threw, organized. Higgy threw the water up, which was cool. Romine pumps up the crowd with a big fuck yeah. Hicks was like skipping around like a little Irish jig. Tanaka goes twinkle toes. They're fun. It's fun I to like, have fun. I liked I liked Romine with the with the crowd turn. That was yeah. good. Like they're not going crazy <laughs> yeah. already, Romine. Let, let, let me let me tell this crowd to get up a little bit. <laughs> Yo, first pitch though. I mean, pinch hit first pitch, walk off. That's some shit. Yeah, and so this I I'm not going to make you dig it up, but 
Dude, Greg Bird got murdered for swinging first pitch when he pinch hit. I think it was that was it that sideline and lefty or no, just swinging first pitch. Yeah, he fouled out foul territory. And Neil Walker said the exact quote. He said, "Yeah, so when you're pinch hitting, there, this is such a baseball quote." By the way, I heard this. S- such a baseball quote. When you're pinch hitting, the first pitch you're going to see is the best pitch you're going to see, which That's is what I hilarious. Heard Neil, I, he- I heard Neil say that, and that, they do a lot. Yeah. Right, because you're cold off the bench. They're going to want to get ahead in the count and get a fastball by you because you probably haven't seen one all day. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just it's funny comparing that because, yeah, Neil Walker's a hero and he did smart baseball by swinging at the first pitch fastball where Greg Bird was in a buffoon by swinging at the first pitch fastball. Difference and, in popping it up and putting it over the fence. Yeah, <laughs> it's a results-based sport. Um, do you have anything for, uh, Sir Lancelot later? Um, probably, right? Yeah, okay, we'll skip that. <laughs> yeah, um, if, if we're not gonna give anything to Tanaka, I think Lance does. Yeah, okay, let's go, let's burn game three. The Wednesday set. The Wednesday set. Um, where am I? Where are you? One, two, three burn. Rubber match, the young righty, Reynaldo Lopez versus the veteran lefty, C.C. Sabathia. Let me introduce you to a man who will ruin your night, Yankee fans. Ryan Lamar, top two and top four. I am Ryan Lamar. Benz is to me just a car. Quantity two, RBI doubles. Three nothing, the Ryan Lamars after four. Bottom five, toe show, RBI single, and guess what? Two outs, bases loaded, Giancarlo up. Pass ball. Glaber comes home to score from third. Oh, no. The catcher whips it back, bounces it. Catch pitcher picks it clean, tags him. Glaber's out. Such a no-no, but it's kind of not on Glaber. <laughs> Talk about that. Then, up. Oh, well, it's the seventh inning, so Holly Berry, hallelujah, holla back. I do ya. Peace. Ryan Lamar homers to right off of Chad Green. It's 4-1. to one. The Yankees try to put a rally, but there's nothing there. White Sox win 4-1 to one and win the series two games to one. I'm guessing those are Kendrick Lamar. Lyrics. Kendrick Lamar lyrics, yeah. Nice, nice. Figured it out so. just because of Lamar. Yeah. That's how I figured it out. Yeah. I mean, the other... <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> on, on, only other place I could go with. <laughs> no, it jumped into my head. No, never mind, never mind. Okay, uh... Glaber going home. I I think it was the right move. It just didn't work out. Yeah, he got, man. A, he, he got a bad jump, but still, I I you gotta go. The ball like it, it. It seemed like it would be easy. They made the perfect slide, grab, throw, scoop, tag. Like the White Sox did like four things perfect there that aren't simple things. Right. The those catcher four th- catcher slides, grabs the ball, barely even looks, and just throws it at the plate. Granted, he's a professional and he practices that, but it doesn't happen perfect every time. Then the pitcher is in perfect position to make the scoop and the tag. That doesn't happen every time. It's just shit luck. It just that's just like shit luck. Yeah, and they were they were talking about you know, and not you, that the White Sox are lucky, but the the Yankees are unlucky. No, but I mean honestly, that <laughs> that probably gets executed ten percent of the time, something yeah. like that. To, and uh, to that extent, probably. Probably less than twenty five percent of the time. 
Right. And uh, so, yeah, they were talking about Glaber, you know, maybe he could add his weight on his front foot and get an extra step, but even if, he might have been toast. Um, and it just sucks because, again, this is this is another one that if he didn't score there, or if he didn't attempt it and Giancarlo gets out, we might be saying right now, like, ah, oh, man, Gla- I wonder if Glaber could have scored on that and then, you know, maybe the pitcher shook a little bit. Um, I think right move bad right. I think that was the right move. Shitty result. I just the, I think you go there. The optics just suck because it, it's Giancarlo. To be honest, like almost oh, yeah. any any other batter, you walk away and you're like, wow, damn it, White Sox made a great play. But because Giancarlo's up, you're kind of like, oh, really, <laughs> really yeah. wish, really wish you either got in there or you stayed because <laughs> it could it could have been the difference. Yeah, it was terrible. This is like a fucking dagger. What else was there in this game that we wanted to talk about or I wanted to talk about? Chad See, Green gave up a cheapie, which... Yeah. yeah. Hey, and I, we're not going to mention him anymore. Ryan Lamar had the game of his life. The guy's kind of a career minor leaguer. I think this was his second career home run, and he also had two <laughs> RBI doubles. So, I mean... Yeah, yes, the, the White Sox defense is crazy. Yeah, and that's that's the other I thing. I wish our defense was like that. And we're making three errors a game. And it's it's funny because you know that Yolmer Sanchez guy that was playing third played incredible. And this is the thing with a young baseball team. And hey, it comes with rising to the occasion and sometimes you don't. But I'm sure there were some series this year where teams walked away and said, you know, that that third baseman for that the White Sox are rolling out there is kind of garbage. But guess what? We're the Yankees. They they got a little momentum and they just rode it out and they're a young team and that energy works in baseball. Like if you're if you're just the young football team or the young basketball team, it's tough for you to really become equals eventually the power and the strength wins in those sports baseball not necessarily if you're hot with the right guys pitching and you make a couple of plays that are kind of game deciding plays yeah and they're again 11 and 4 in their last 15 so they're they're playing good ball right now yeah stupid Rob Homers. Neil gets robbed of another one. Could have sold, could have sold more shirts for five dollars off. I know. Next Would've next nice. time. Nice. Would have been nice. Um let's go into awards. Awards will cover a lot of more ground. Yeah. Awards Great. are brought to you by Affordable Jerseys Dort Coim. Your one stop shop. I don't know. I don't like that I say that. I don't know if they like that I say that. Go to affordablejerseys.com. They got a bunch of Yankees jerseys. Who would you buy right now, Jake? Right now. Who'd you buy? Right now. Who'd you buy? Right now. Who'd you buy? Jersey? No na- yeah, no name on the back. Who'd you buy? Look, player on the team. I I mean, Disco Neal, man. That was a no-brainer. Lance Lynn, 36. Not bad. Yeah. Such a 36. Pretty good when Coney's like, oh, pretty good number, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right, so go to affordablejerseys.com. They got no names on the back. Uh, less than $100, I think $99.99, or at some point they're a little lower than that. They just got a new website, affordablejerseys.com. They make the show happen, so go ahead there. Or buy a shirt from us. Or buy both. People still think our website is on affordablejerseys.com. I had a lot of people uh, send that to me. 
Our store is off of affordablejerseys.com. It is now our own store. Our store is at talkingyanks.com. So after you go to affordablejerseys.com, then you can go to talkingyanks.com where our store is. And, and we got uh, blogs up there. We had a couple good ones today. We should shout out our team. David, Big Baby David wrote, wrote, yep. wrote a he wrote a wrote little he wrote a write up of all the magical moments and uh, like kind of ran through them and what happened pretty good. And then Rob Rosine wrote an article all about swings and how like Twitter guessed that Andy Har was gonna be good and why as your as casual fans, some guys we trust and other guys we don't. And it was like Hicks and Bird versus Anduhar and the, their type of swing. I'm not going to ruin it, but it was a good article. I, th- I thought it was like super interesting, and he tied it together well. So go go start reading if you're really bored. Yeah, Let's check out check out their stuff. We got we got some more shirts coming real soon. We got uh, there's we got an ace in the hole that I'm r- real excited about. So um, check it out, and if if you've gotten one or two, thanks. We we appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for supporting um, the show. So let's do awards. If you're new to the show, thank you for listening to the White Sox uh, wins. The White Sox beats us series for the first time. Really appreciate that. We do Pride of the Yankees. We do Yankee Motherfucker. And then we do regular old awards. And it's Wednesday. So little Jakey boy goes first. Mm. Who you got? Pride of the Yanks. I mean, there's, there's what, two and a half options? And I'm, I'm going to take my guy, Disco Neal. Um, I wasn't taking him, so up your butt. The Yankees only had two batters this series that hit above 222. So. The, Yan- the Yankees only had five hitters that had more than one hit in three games. Yeah, that's a uh, the, the numbers. The numbers are real bad. Might, might no have one's to po- Jimmy. You might have to post those numbers on Twitter because those are no. I'm not trying to just spread negative shit. No one had 12 at bats in this series. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, but uh, I'm giving it to Disco Neal. He hit the walk off, which again, if he if he didn't, this would be a sad boy episode. <laughs> we, yeah. we 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 would have called off that rule. We would have said all sad boys welcome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man. I mean, he he's playing right field. He's playing third base. He's he's everywhere. He made he made a couple nice plays at third base today, which again, like not that dude's position. Um, from the right side of the plate, he really is just like a walking double play ball right now. He's rolling over everything. Um, it's my pride of the Yankees. Why am I talking about that? But, uh, that was rude. Neil's been, a (laughs) he's, he's been one of our better players for a month now. And I don't know. That was, that was a big, could, could look back and say that was a really real big game to win. So. Thanks, Neil. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Do you want to know who my pride of the Yankees is? Who were your other options? I mean, mind? the only I other wasn't one going that, Neil. Only other one that looks serviceable is Glaber. Glibber, the Glib Star. No, I'm not going Glibber. I'm going a guy who deserves it. Long time coming. Dellen Batances. Okay. Dylan season is unreal. And we're at the end of August, and usually it's the second half when he slips up. We only have a month left if he's going to slip up. Uh, it doesn't look like it. I mean, he comes in in the tie game in the ninth there to hold it, and it just two two strikeouts, um, nine pitches thrown, 
just doesn't budge. He's got a 2.14 ERA on the season. I mean, if I was to count how many, he's given up 13 runs in 54 innings. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm I'm counting. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46. Old Francesa Radio. 46 out of 54 appearances without a run. And there's four of those where the run came in the second inning. So 50 out of 54 first innings without giving up a run. Pretty good. He's unreal. And That's the goal. Chapman came out. There was a lot of talk about do you move him to the save do you move him to the closer role? Just let him be because he's kind of a head case. What do you do? It seems like they very blatantly went Britain closer, D Rob closer, Batanza's closer. Like they, yeah. they didn't want to do any egos. So he got the call in the tie game. And you worry like, oh, shit, if he gives it up here, does that mess with his psyche? Because we, we still think it's fragile. Maybe it's not. And we, that's just us uh, perceiving something that's not there because we think that was a problem last year when it could have just been mechanics. I think it was I think it was mental, but I'm not positive. But hey, uh, Dylan deserves some love for this entire season. So he did hold it in the ninth there and look dominant. So he did do good in this series. But it's also that was a that was a micro for that was a for the macro which is the whole season so Dellen's my pride yeah I mean you did a poor job but uh yeah Dellen's been great and I think the cool thing is the cool thing is he like called a shot a little bit because earlier in the year he like in interviews he just say like oh I'm I'm like really close <laughs> and that's kind of like that's normally a classic you're like okay dude <laughs> I'm like sure let's just see it imagine but, if uh, birds imagine if birds said that now yeah, he'd get killed, but yeah, Dellen... One, he'd get killed by one guy. <laughs> actually get killed. Um, yeah, Dellen said multiple times, he's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really close, man. This, this is going to be good. <laughs> he yeah, has good. been. Yeah, and uh, I think the other thing that's cool, and we'll we'll give our guy another shout out, uh, Ryan Rucco, um, the Dellen episode on R2C2, I, I mean, I listened to it when it was live, but... Dylan's a cool dude, and he's he's good vibes. He's kind of the he's the low key Joker. He's oh, know what the term is, Jim? I found this out today. Is and I I thought it meant something totally else. But Dylan is in in the world of jokes. He's the straight man. Yeah. You, what did you think straight man meant? Well, I heard it out of context, and I was like, oh, okay. someone said that. <laughs> so Rob Riggle called Tim Meadows the funniest straight man ever. Yeah, and I just heard that out of context, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so, so, Rob Rob Riggle thinks gay guys are a lot funnier, and then he explained that no, the straight guy is the guy who has to maintain the straight face. So when the crazy stuff's going around, going on around you, that guy makes the crazy guys better. Yeah, you never heard that term. The first time I heard that was uh, dodgeball when it was Vince Vaughn, and I like asked my friend's older brother, like was Vince Vaughn funny. And he was like, well, he kind of just plays the straight man to, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller. Right. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, well, he, he, he points out how ridiculous the other person's jokes are. Right. Well, I wasn't with you that day when your friend's older brother told you that. So yeah, but you're really late to knowing what straight man means. You're, well, you're supposed Cause to I wasn't comic. there that day. I think you missed it. I, I don't think you're, I don't think you're seeing that every day. Anyways, that's Dellen's that's Dellen's humor 
if if you haven't listened. But yeah, Dylan's the guy that cracks the low blow, but he does it with the straight face, and you're like, ah, Deli. Deli. But uh, All yeah, right, who's, great who's your Yankee motherfucker? Uh, my Yankee mother fluffer. Hmm. Who am I going to go with, Jim? Who are you going to go with, Jake? I got one picked out. You know what? And I I might have the one you have picked out. You know what, dude? I'm giving it to Gardy. All right. That's not who I had, but yeah, he was up there. Um, and Gardy's I'd, expanding the zone, which I, is not. I might, I might make you dig, and we talked about this last time, how Gardy's a streaky player. Here's, here's what I'll say, Jim. And I, I said this during the season during his player profile projections, and you you scoffed at me a little bit because, I mean, it's it's a Guardy party. But I said, what what if Guardy kind of falls off a little bit this year? Like, and, and I depicted what those numbers would be, and right now those are kind of what the numbers are. He's a two thirty seven batting average, three twenty nine OBP, and let's be honest, I mean, that's not going to cut it. So... I'm going to bank that he is going to get hot in September because he is a streaky guy. But, man, the OPS is under 700 right now for the guy who's supposed to be the leadoff batter against righties and one of the best lineups in the game. I mean, that that performance just ain't good enough. And I think uh, the deep tracks on Twitter, people people go at him a little bit. I think mainstream, it's been ignored because <laughs> of other players' struggles. But... uh I mean, Gardy's got to do better with the stick, man. Yeah, and I think a lot of people saying got to move Hicks to lead off full time and put Gardy down at the nine hole. I'm for it. I'm fine with it. If they do that, obviously, I don't think anyone can be upset with that move. I think you got to let Gardy get out of it because he is streaky, and I don't think he's done. I don't think he's toast, but he's playing pretty brutal right now. But everyone is, like, like a lot of guys are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, a lot of ugly stats from this series. Um, all right, my motherfucker, and this might throw people for a loop, Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. One hit. Dude, we need you right now. Get this 300th home run, and then just fucking go back to mashing. It seems very much on his mind. And we need you to come through and do things. I'm not going to give Bird it again. We all know Bird is being the shitbag and playing terrible. What does that do? Stanton. You got to pick it up. You had ter- you had a terrible series. You had one hit. Yeah, Bird had the same amount of hits as Stan. If you if you really want to play that game in in four less at bats. Yeah, so um, there you go. I mean, you could do a lot of people for motherfucker the this series, but Stan's got the highest expectations, and we need him the most. Uh, Anduhar also one hit, but I can't do I can't. Anduhar had two. Hicks had one. Uh, Anduhar had a home run too. Yeah, I'm giving it to Hicks, man. I stand by it. Need more. It's you're, it's out of love. It's out of like we giving it to Giancarlo. Need you. I'm giving it to Stan Giancarlo. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. And what what's the stat now? He hasn't had an off day in 82 games or something. Is that right? Oh really? I thought I thought I saw someone tweet that. I I can try to dig it up. But um, he did have two off days in like a week last two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. They went to the he, zoo. Um. He bought yeah. out the zoo for them. That's pretty cool. Bought out the zoo. That's nice. That is neat. That is neat. All right. Who's your regular old award, Jake? Come on. Come on. Give it Give it out to someone. It's the Jimmy Flunk the Dunk Award. Ooh, 
Ooh, which Jimmy? Jimmy O'Brien, James Vincent, Michael O'Brien. Oh, using my confirmation name, aka John Boy. I've denounced the church. I took, I, I gave that name back. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know that that was your voicemail for the longest time. That's why. Yeah. That's why yeah. I say that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, June Carlos started his 82nd consecutive game today with all the rest and the hamstring. Isn't uh, I? We said we weren't going to do angry stuff, but with all the rest. I know he's important, but you can't play both sides. You can't get mad at all the rest and then get mad that he hasn't gotten rest. Right, but I just said to start this that I I was accepting of the rest. Like, I you if you're not at peace with it now, you're never going to be at peace with it. So I'm at peace with it. So I, I realize he would be the one guy, but would he really like? Wouldn't you play Glaber or one of the young guys every day? I don't. He know. was DHing a lot though, so it's half days. Yeah, that's that is his half day, I guess. But um. Uh yeah, the uh the Jimmy Flunk the Dunk Award. It goes to Glaber, man. He uh again, nobody hit. Nobody hit this series. Two two guys over 222 batting average. And one was Disco Neal, who got my pride. Hey, hey, and hey. He, he was he was two for eight. <laughs> uh Glaber was four for eight. Hit five hundred, had four, four walks. walks. Well. Yeah. Six sixty seven OBP. Um, he was the only one. Is was he the only batter you could say had a good series? Yeah, you can say like that. Some of the timely hits make up for the lack of other hits. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, you're not saying Neil Walker had a bad series, but uh, yeah, man, he's and I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but I always will. Um, we saw Glaber having these dinky dunky hits and kind of better at bats and doing doing the little things that you hear people say you need to do to get out of slumps. Like, oh, just go the opposite way with the, the curveball and things like that. And he was doing that, and he was kind of racking up hits. Now he's driving the ball. And it's uh, when, Glaber's, when Glaber's right, it's a beautiful thing. I do think it's uh, – and, and, hey, the, the kid's been moving, moving – around a lot in the field he's playing shortstop people were commenting on his errors why we don't get on him because of Ant Anduhar's errors and it's they're uh, much different errors Anduhar makes physical errors and Glaber makes mental errors yes he he makes 21 year old mental errors um, and Anduhar makes oh shit you don't have the physical ability to make that play errors. right like he's he didn't charge the ball a couple times and then you find yourself making an awkward throw uh, and again, Glaber's playing arguably the toughest defensive position on the field, getting kind of thrown into it at the major league level. But yeah, I mean, Glaber, Glaber's hot, already hot and he's, I think he's going to keep rolling, man. He, he's coming for that rookie of the year. Ooh. Okay. My first regular old award is the not that nice award. Not that nice. Who wins it? Luke Void, I don't know. Nope, Lance Lynn, dance win. I like that. His quote is, someone they said, what is your mindset on the mound? He said, not that nice. They said, how do you get into that mindset? He said, well, it's pretty simple. I'm trying to do a job. The guy in the box is trying to do a job. He's trying to get a hit off me, take money out of my pocket. So it's pretty easy to be mean to that guy. 
And what did he do in the first inning? Yeah. <laughs> in the first inning? He does have trouble in first innings, and Bird did make the error, so like maybe he thought it could lead to an inning. Um, what did he do? He struck out Palka, whatever that guy's name is, and just screamed into the ether, fuck you, you motherfucker. And, yo, so um, I told you this, but I'll share it. Pitching Ninja, Rob Friedman on Twitter, retweeted that video. So it's like, it's probably got to be one of my most watched videos. It went it went past Yankees uh, Twitter right. into, like, baseball Twitter. And, dude, I got to tell you, the Chicago White Sox fans, like, there's a lot of fucking soft crybabies out there. <laughs> That just didn't understand it at all. Like, Lance Lynn was not yelling at Palka. Like, Palka, fuck you, Palka, you motherfucker. That is not what Lance Lynn was doing. Lance Lynn wasn't yelling at Greg Bird because Bird made an error. Bird, fuck you, you motherfucker. That's not what Lance Lynn was doing. Lance Lynn was just releasing his emotions into the ether. Just, like, verbal diarrhea, emotional screaming. Like what CeCe does. And it's awesome. But dude, it's Twitter, and you're you're gonna get that from every fan base. I'm not gonna knock the White Sox fan base for that. Yankees fan base would do the same thing if if that was a Red Sox versus Yankees strikeout, and they'd be like, "Oh, Porcello, chill out, dude. You just struck out." No, dude, but it wasn't like chill out. Like those were fine. Like it's the first inning. Like I totally get that. That's what makes it crazy. It was right. like the it was like the and then he walked Palka the next batter. It's like, dude, it wasn't directed at Palka. Yeah, it's Twitter, man. It's yeah. Well, I'm just trying to clear it up for anyone else that might be confused. Like that, he's just yelling into the air, and that's why it makes it great. Yeah, I loved it. He loved it. And then his line wasn't that bad. He had an error behind him the first th- three innings. He had uh, well, John Carlo didn't get an error, but it went in- inside out of his glove. That would have been an out. He had four extra outs, so he went he went five and two thirds with four extra outs that didn't get made. So add those up, and that's uh, you can't really do that. But yeah, man, and I, I do, I do have some mixed emotions because, you know, I know Tanaka was good, and there was a couple infield singles, but Tanaka's line he ended up with seven innings pitched, ten hits. Lance was five point two seven hits. So I mean, these guys were good, but not, not like we should be screaming from the rooftop, you know. We should have won both games easily, you know. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah. Well, Tanaka's stuff was really good. Lance just throws fastballs, so you can't really ever say his stuff is better or not better. But Lance did get hurt by errors. I mean, his pitch oh, count, yeah. his pitch count got hurt by errors a lot. And then, and then the run, one of the runs was like Guardy bobbling a ball out there, like it was a bouncy ball. Yeah. But I don't know. I really like watching Lance pitch. Oh yeah, I mean it's wild. It's it's wild. Nine out of ten pitches, you're getting a fastball. Deal with it. So uh, not that nice award, Lance Lynn. You got another one? Because it's part of the show. You have to have another one. Yeah, man. Okay, here we go. I, I think I just... Were, I can't believe you were going to completely abandon the format that we've established <laughs> all season. You're out of control. See, 40-minute mark. You're you're falling off, dude. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting loopy on me. <laughs> What's your award? Uh, I'm going to give the... Hmm... Looks like you were. Do we want to go happy or mean? Happy. Happy. Okay. But Hap didn't pitch. Oh, boy. See? Your <laughs> wheels are off. Uh, let's give the Shane Robinson award. No. 
Um, Ooh, who wins it? No one. <laughs> no one. No one. Not, this isn't a mean show. Hey, nice catch, Shane. And then you missed a grounder. Oh, dude, that was too funny. Oh, my God. Made made a great diving catch to save an inning. <laughs> Next inning, single hit right at him. Boots it through the wickets. Man, that's tough. Give, and it gave the run back. So I was like, okay, dude. Oh, my God. Too funny. Um, I'll... Yeah, let's let's eat bullets, babe. The let's eat bullets, babe award. Just bullet eater, bullet eater. Jakey is a bullet eater. Again, the, he didn't have a great series. He had a couple nice catches today, which he I had love one that. nice. He had a one nice catch and one Kiermaier catch. Yeah, I and I I openly like Kiermaier, so that's a couple for me. One point um, five nice catches. And uh, yeah, the game tying home run was huge. Couple nice catches, and. Uh, yeah, I mean the all the second all the second best center fielder in the AL stuff, blah blah blah. Um, it's kind of running its course. Well, I agree. I no, agree with. No, it. it's funny. I think it's run its course with you because it's been on Twitter for a while. But like, I think today was the first time that Kay like really drove it home on a broadcast. Like they've okay. kind of mentioned it before. Like, oh, you know. I technically Hicks is kind of having the second best season to trout today. They were like, Aaron Hicks is the second best center fielder in the AL this year. Um, so I don't know. Give, give I just feel like some sometimes people are, it's, it goes from no one's saying this, no one's saying DD's top 10, no one's saying DD's right. top 10. Till then like, yo, everyone's saying that everyone's saying that's no one's saying it's like a Yogi Bear situation. Like, Oh, no one goes to that restaurant anymore. It's too crowded. Like, no, everyone's saying it. Right. That's how I feel. I mean, you're, dude, you're, I mean, talk about immersion. Like, you're, (laughs) you're the dude on the number one opinion app. (laughs) So, yeah, you're, you're going to be overflowing with all that stuff. Yeah. But yes, he's having a great year. Yeah. All right. I get one more award. Yeah, man. Mine is the, um, I had, I had Hicks lined up, so I got audible to the, Hey Cashman, what the fuck dude? Here we go. Award. You know who's winning this one? Sugar Shane, Higashioka, AJ Cole. Different way. Tommy Twite pants. Okay. What was this guy doing stashed in the minors all year just because Shreve didn't have options? He looks fine. The The miles per hour is still not like 98. He pitched two innings this series, zero hits, zero runs, three strikeouts. Why, why was he in the minors all year? Man, I think this is sincerely... And I, I've said this before. I, I, I'll give the the stage back to you, but it's it's the Boston Celtics. I, I, I'm a Knicks fan. Talking Knicks coming back soon, folks. If you're listening, um, and I obviously Boston is Boston, but I, I love sports, so I try to respect everyone. But I, I've been mad at Boston for the past few years because the, the quote unquote saying ahead of schedule. Like, Boston had a rebuild plan, then they got really good, and so they haven't gone all in yet. They've had these chances to trade for Kawhi Leonard, and, and I mean, just 
even smaller moves that they could have they play some guys that like aren't NBA players and they still do good because they have a great coach great system but they've had these opportunities to bring in guys and make a serious push to be a threat and they haven't done it and I feel there was a little bit of that with the Yankees this year I mean that being said the season's not written yet and baseball's baseball you can get beat by the Chicago White Sox worst team in the league win 60 games a year but a lot of Shane Robinson a lot of Higgy a lot of I mean, when you really think about Canely and Drury, were they saving service time? It's been a lot of, you know, the plan, let's be honest, the plan wasn't to win it all this year. I think 20, I think next year was the original plan to win it all. And they were thinking original. of, they were thinking of bringing in a Harper Machado and getting under the luxury tax and doing all this. And now they came in a year early and it's been, I think it's been the big part of our Yankee fan frustration of not sacrificing any bit of the future to really make a move that's going to impact the team now. Is is that too over the top? No, I think there's some there's some uh uh credit to that. I think I think you're right. I mean, what was Canley doing in the minor leagues? Because Shreve didn't have options? Is that like really really the situation? I mean, they, I think his that- miles per hour were down. I get that, but He's still performing. His control was a little off. I get that, but like, he was a major league reliever. And the changeup looks good, man. I love his changeup. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's nasty. His changeup looks like Greg Maddox's fastball when it's right. (laughs) All right. uh, Do you have any other awards? I don't think so. I. I, uh, do you want to yell about Greg Bird? We didn't do that, and everyone the, the, just—that's. I was what just going to say the world probably wants us to yell at Greg Bird. He hit a double today, dude. The the fastball stats are just like holy smokes, man. Yeah, well, dude, here's my whole point, and I did this on Periscope days. Be mad at Greg Bird for his shitty play in between the lines. Yeah, like, can, if you contain it to that, I'm totally with you. He looks bad he did barrel up some balls but it looks bad but i mean broken brain like trump broke some people's brains politically where like everything that they think is bird like greg bird's gonna show up with a new haircut tomorrow and there's gonna be a whole like slew of tweets and blogs like whoa greg bird got a haircut in the middle of a bad stretch what's he thinking new haircut at this time come on greg fucking killing me Greg Bird can do no no right right now. And it's dude, the the comedy show of this first start and he drops <laughs> he drops the <laughs> throw. I mean, that's A, some good comedy there. Oh yeah. B yeah. and then he lined into the double play and you're just like, Oh my God, my what God, a what fucked up sport. And then he said because he but, was breaking in a new glove because his old one broke. And yo, they won the game and the error didn't come to hurt them at all in that right. series. I just don't understand what they what they want him to do in that post game. Like it is weird that he laughs at it a little bit, but they just went on a walk off. He just celebrated with all his teammates. CC right. always says, "If you're not the same mood as the room, you're a bad teammate." Because then you're thinking about yourself. That's what CC right. says on R two C two all the time. You got to stay the same person. And Bird's like a weird, happy guy. I don't know. I and Boone just said like I see him grinding. He's frustrated. We see him go into the tunnel after at bats. So just just. Be mad at Bird for playing like a bag of shit on the field. Yeah. Because I it's, am. It's fuck, It's terrible to watch. And uh, I, I mean, baseball is such a mental sport. We talked about 
you know, Glaber coming out of the slump with blue pits. And, like, that's not, that's just not, like, oh, a Glaber thing and we're kind of BS and stuff. No, that's a real-life baseball thing. Like, you kind of need to see that broken back single happen. And for Greg Bird, I think now that the problem is fully diagnosed, the dude isn't connecting on fastballs right now. Swinging. He's just broken. He's like just our, not. Like, like Rob says, he's swinging, Rob Rosino, our writer, he's swinging is broken. He's genuinely hitting at a pedestrian level on major league fastballs, which is insane. But now that that's diagnosed, you go work on that, and who knows if it's today, tomorrow, a week, never with the Yankees. But when he connects on that next 96-mile-per-hour fastball, I'll bet you the light bulb is back on. And then it's like, okay, let's fucking roll. Um, how many at-bats and what opportunity that is at this point, we don't know. But Yeah, I hope. I hope. <laughs> you right. Can't, you can't, like... And, I mean, also, like, I did a whole Twitter... Uh, I did a, like, Q&A on uh, Twitter and Instagram while I was on the plane. Great way to kill time. Uh, sure. And, obviously, I got asked about it. And I, I, and I, I'll say this again because people always say you, oh, you love Bird. You won't say anything bad. I don't think the Yankees can go into next season with Bird as their first baseman, sole first baseman. Even if he has a crazy September, even if he has a crazy October, you can't count on it. And and then a lot of people are going to respond. Obviously. But yes, it is obvious. That's why I have to say it because people would get mad at me all the time because I'm a homer. Listen, I root for people in pinstripes. I want Bird to turn it around. I don't think the guy we're seeing right now is who he is. I think it's like a fucking terrible, terrible slump. Uh, it looks atrocious. Right. Swing, so swing the, looks broken. Another, if if you're someone who's a Ryan Rosillo fan, tweet me about that because he's he's probably my sports world idol. He had um, Chris Mortensen on. They were talking football today, and. Uh, Actually, no. This was a totally different podcast. <laughs> but uh, we're they were talking Pat Mahomes for the Chiefs. I'm talking all sports, sorts of sports today. I'm a sports guy, Jim. Um, and they were saying, do you think Pat Mahomes will be good? And the easy answer is no. Because, <laughs> what, one out of five quarterbacks ends up being kind of bad, right? So yeah. they were saying... It's it's so easy to say with what so the comparison there is with what Greg Bird is doing. Yes, it's so easy to say this dude's garbage. He's done. He's gone. But if if you really look at it and you really believe in his swing and getting it back and what he's done in the past, then that's where we come in and we're saying like this guy could still be good. Um, it's it's kind of a cop out just to say he's been really bad. He's gonna be really bad. Like hey. You know what? Maybe you're right, and at this point, that looks like <laughs> you're probably the 60-40 side of the argument. But it's kind of lazy, and he's going to be on the team the rest of the year. Root for him. Yeah, right. Well, it's getting – yeah, you got to root for him because otherwise you're rooting for failure, and a lot of people are because they just want to hate, 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 hate. I'm, right, I'm just saying keep your hate to uh, the bad play. But uh, he's, he's broken a lot of people's brains. Yeah, and that's – and that's what people in the world of Twitter is obsessed with so that, you know, if if it is over with Greg Bird and he gets traded on December 3rd to the Colorado Rockies before he hits 35 home runs next year, people want to say on December 3rd that, oh, you know, I, to- I, I tweeted on May 3rd we should trade Greg Bird for a cooler. And then it's like, all right, you, you had it. 
<laughs> you had the cooler trade before us, man. So I wish you were still a washing machine. <laughs> Good line. All right, that's the end of this show. Thank you very much for listening. If you're coming to the suite in Oakland, looking uh, looking forward to uh, hanging out with you. Yeah. If you're not, uh, next year we'll probably try and do some stuff at Yankee Stadium. Go tell all your friends to listen. We are, oh, I'll announce this. Uh, so starting September, we are going to do our own version of September call-ups. We're doing September guest call-ups. So it's going to be a lot of episodes. Um we think you're really going to enjoy it. We got a lot of people we're talking to. It's going to be, we're still going to do the recaps just how they are. So every Monday recap from the weekend series is going to come out every Thursday or Friday uh, recap from that week series is going to come out every Tuesday. And then every supplemental Thursday or Friday are going to be a, a, a guest episode. We have some lined up. We have some we're still trying to get. If you think of anyone that you want us to talk to and you think, uh, They'll talk to us, let us know, and then we'll try and reach out and do our, try our hardest, do our best. We've already recorded some. First one's going to be out September 1st. And then, uh, yeah, uh, keep a look out for those. Those are, I'm actually, uh, I'm excited about it. We got some so. old friends. We got some new friends. Um, yeah, we're, we're, this, people are going to say this is peacocking, but we're, we're about to crush September. We're and trying. so if you're a, if you're an avid listener, thank you. Uh, if there's if there's a Yankee fan who's been holding out that you know from listening from talking Yanks, now is kind of prime time to get a minute because we're 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 gonna have some like <laughs> I don't want to say heavy hitters, but yeah. Well, we're trying. Yeah, that's the goal. All right, thank you very much for listening. Rate, subscribe, review, do whatever you want to do. Just keep listening. Tell a friend to listen. Thank you very much. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. <laughs>